Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis and Captain Ed. We are your crew for Just Plain Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'm pretty excited today because this is a pretty big weekend uh, for our radio shows. I mean, we have Just Plain Radio. We have the World of Boating Radio Show. We also have Scuba Radio, which has been on the air the longest. Uh, World of Boating and Scuba Radio celebrating 24 years on the air. Well, I should say Scuba Radio, 24 years. Uh, April Fool's Day is our anniversary for World of Boating and Scuba Radio. Yeah. So, yeah, no fooling, though. Uh, it's the God's honest truth. 24 uh, you know, years on the air. Uh, Just Plain Radio is, uh, I forget, I don't know, 10 plus something. Something and it, like that. We started that, uh, you know, on uh, like January 1st, first Saturday yeah. of January. A long time ago, but still, this is kind of a celebratory weekend for me because I do all three shows, and and it bleeds over into just plain radio. And and just to back up, why we even started this show was because well, first I started scuba radio. I'm a scuba diver, as we've talked about many times before, and then I had to get to the dive sites, and I'd use boats to do that. So we started the world of boating, and then I wanted to get to cooler dive sites. Uh, out in the Caribbean on some of these remote islands, and I'd have to fly there and started chartering private pilots to uh, get me to these places and start talking to them. And lo and behold, like, hey, let's just do an airplane show too so I can cover all the bases, and that's what we have done. And I'm still not a pilot, but I'm a pilot in training. So maybe how we celebrate the fact that this is a uh, big anniversary type of weekend, you know, it, it all comes back to me. What do I give myself? For making it this far on the air, Ed. Well, I think you should give yourself flying lessons. Okay, flying lessons. Or I'm just going to say, uh, give myself a certification to become a private pilot. I don't need lessons. <laughs> I've already had the lessons. I just got to get back in the cockpit and start flying and and uh, getting a check ride done. Isn't that pretty much how it works? And then I know you. You're an FAA examiner now. So if I slip you a Benjamin and maybe some, you know, jelly beans or something. Not going to happen. Uh, you won't, you won't Greg, accept those. You'll accept you those. It just, happened? it just won't you, help. I think is what. The- well, Greg, do you remember what happened when I got my flight instructor certificate at that point, Ed washed his hands of you and says, I'm done. Well, no, he's the examiner. You are going to be the trainer, I guess. Maybe. But- yeah. As the examiner, that means I'm not going to be any easier on you than I was when I was your flight instructor. Well, I didn't expect I it to be easier. I might be a little harder. Really? Why? Why would you do this? Don't say that. <laughs> because he can? No. <laughs> Remember, th- this is uh, supposed to be a gift to me. You know, something to celebrate, you know, an accomplishment of okay. being on the radio for 24 years. I may have a beard, years. but I'm not Santa Claus, okay? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Talk, talk about bursting somebody's balloon. Jeez. Right? Okay. All right. Well, so I'm not going to get any special treatment. But look, that, I my head's in the right place. As a matter of fact, today, 
you know, uh, Captain Dennis was uh, busting my, you know what, last week. So I, I was like, you know, we, we flew in his plane down to his air park in Fort Myers. And he goes, uh, do you bring your logbook? And I said, of course not. <laughs> uh, but I have it now. So can I go back and like say, hey, I did this. And I'm looking at, let's see, pages. Where does it say? Page one. It's been a while. Man, this thing looks brand spanking new. Yep. It's amazing. What? what, what? What is the date of your last flight in the logbook? In the logbook. Okay. I'm, I'm turning page. Wow. There's a lot of notes in here. I so Greg, I do have to ask, we actually did you did. wear your mask when you opened that logbook? Because I'm imagining there was probably quite a bit of dust that was yeah, going to be part yeah, of Yeah. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Have fun at my expense. Nothing new there. It's <laughs> our whole purpose wow. in life. I, you know, I, I, I look through this thing. I'm like, gosh, I did all this crap. I don't remember any of this. I, I probably blocked it all out. You think? So okay, we're yeah. going to start back at square one again, aren't we? Well, maybe. Yeah. Let's see. It's, uh, oh man, when is the last date? Let's see. 100, and 100 hours total, I guess. Yeah. 100 hours I got on this. Where's the date, though? Ah, Dates it looks like a lot of scribbles. A lot of scribbles here. On the right, on the, on the right, or the left page there on the very end is where yeah. your date is. Okay, and I see my signature, and I'm looking for all this chicken scratch type stuff. 314. Uh, okay, so it was March, maybe 02, maybe? Hell, I don't know. No, that don't look right. I don't know. Up, I don't, the, top, up on the top of that left year, Well, it says 12-31. That'd be December 31 for one flight here. And then March fourteenth, but where I don't know if we put it in the year, but you know most people figure, oh yeah, it's it was this past March, right? Yeah, it was last week, March fourteenth. Um, gosh, I'm going to say O two. What maybe? airplane was it? Was it still in Mike Charlie? Uh, yeah, one seventy two, Charlie, Charlie Mike, Charlie yeah. Mike, seven three three, Charlie Mike. That's it. So that's, that's been gone for a while. Yeah, it's been I'm retired. Gonna, because I well I put it through no, its, it's pacers. Still flying. I, I, still flying oh, it is. Else. Oh, just someone else is flying it after they redid it and yeah. had to kind of gut it after my experience with it, I guess. But but yeah, I, I'm. It was looked like it was the middle of March, maybe o two. Is it? No, that's not right. It couldn't have been that long. I'm ago. looking it up, Greg. Yeah, yeah. You would have it. You were you were uh, you're signed off on a lot of this stuff. Yeah, it's weird. I'm I don't have the uh, I don't have the year marked in. But that doesn't, I, so I could put in like 2019. It's got to be about yeah. six years ago because that's when Austin would have soloed, you know, my son. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I mean, we it, were trying to compete around then. So, right. But, but you're looking, I'm looking through this and, it, you know, yeah, I could just uh, put in 2019. Yeah. It was 2013. 2013. Okay. 13, 13. What's the difference? So seven years. Oh, okay. Well, I guess there's. Or yeah. eight. Yeah, eight. I can do math. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I won't backdate it that far. <laughs> uh, but now we know, and I have, I, I it still exists. It really does exist. And I, I have, you know, 100 hours, according to my logbook. And it's been actually more than that. I just haven't logged a lot of the fun flights that we've done since, including when we were down in Fort Myers uh, running for uh, Taco Tuesday. There, uh, with oh, did you guys go to Arcadia? We, we did, did, yes. How was it? I I want to go. The uh, the Mexican food was delish. Yeah, it was good. 
It was great, and it was a lot of fun. It's only like 35 miles from his air park uh, there in Fort Myers, Ed. Yeah. So, you know, you can go down for Taco Tuesday, or you just go crash Dennis's house and say, hey, you know, how about some steaks? How about uh, a <laughs> steak Wednesday? I'm here. <laughs> and that way you, you would do that for him, wouldn't you, Dennis? Uh, sure I would. Okay, see? There you go. So I don't, I, there'd be a lot of fun to have this. Uh, it's called Buckingham Air Park. Okay. Right. I know what you're talking about. So if you have permission, you can do it. Because if you land there, uh, you have to have a remote control to open the gate to get to Dennis's house. And so if you land there. we keep the riffraff out. Yeah. If you don't, uh, you're going to just be, uh, you know, sitting there on the runway going, uh, maybe I got to take off again. I don't know what to do. Uh, or you get a Jimmy the Lock or something. I mean, what what would keep somebody from just like opening it up and then putzing around your neighborhood there, Dennis? Uh, well, the fact that you can't open it up without the remote. There, that's the only way in and out. Oh, it the is. You are, have to have yeah. the remote. You have to have some special code or, or and there's yep. and there's video surveillance, so they'll watch you. So don't don't get any crazy ideas. Well, we have worse than video surveillance. We have neighborhood surveillance. Ah. There's houses that are facing that runway and they're yeah. watching. They know who's coming and going. Right. In unincorporated Florida, so you know what that means. They could be packing. So just a word <laughs> of warning to anybody thinking uh, to do that without an invite. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Can we go back and add, uh, add it now? Is it too late, Dennis? Actually, we can go back and okay, put a couple of those flights in. I got 100 and... Uh, one well, hours. One, no, 100 and hours and 30 minutes. Well, no, it was an hour. Yeah, back and forth. Right, it counts, right. 101. We'll go with that. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. 
go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Six bucks in my right nut says we're not landing in Chicago. Plane Radio, Gregor Copilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis and Ed rounding out the crew. All right, so I got 101 hours, maybe even more, because uh, Dennis is telling me during the commercial break, like, hey, wait a minute, we flew over to Fort Lauderdale, we did that little run, uh, even before we uh, went to the air park and did Taco Tuesday at Arcadia. So, I don't know, maybe I, I could add a few more hours, I, you know, maybe get it up to like 102, 103. Uh, the big question is, would it make any difference whatsoever when it comes to me becoming a private pilot more hours would just make the flight examiner expect a, a better performance out of me isn't that right ed or no no actually we'd be more wary more wary with the mm-hmm. why because it took you so long okay so that would be the a red <laughs> flag like what wait he has 103 hours no, he's still does, not a private pilot it, a thing. it really truly greg it doesn't mean a thing Okay. It, each person takes a little bit different time to get the job done, and yeah. you know that it performance is all that matters. ACS is all that matters. Okay. Being able to safely perform the maneuvers, right? Um, which takes practice, and and when you take a break like you have, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, you're going to be scaling back many steps. Things will come back to you. They'll come back faster than they came to you the first time, right? But there will still be a lot of a lot of retracing of your steps. Mm-hmm. There'll be a few things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The instructor will have fun with it, or you as a flight examiner will have fun with it? Uh, Both. Both of you. Both. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. You know, it's getting closer and closer. I do feel it as we, you know, we're getting ready for sun and fun, and I'm going to be around all the airplanes, you know, know, deep into the aviation community, and, and then just you know, get you more excited about doing it. So it's going to happen. And, and like I said, maybe that'll be my gift to me for our big anniversary this week of uh, being on the air for so long. Uh, you know, and, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, all the uh, hours do really is just bragging rights. Is that right, Dennis, you think? Well, they, to an extent, they are. Um, but you do have certain minimums that you're going to need when you want to go get your instrument rating. What is it, 125 hours to get an instrument rating? So oh, you're okay. already well on your way towards you know, your next rating. So 20 years from now, we can get that one done. Okay. Well, yeah, look, look at it that way, I guess. Uh, I was going to say the bright the side, but. Seventy-five, <laughs> seventy-nine. Well, look, if it got me over 100 hours to get this far and not have my private pilot, uh, I'm easily going to have over 120 hours before I even attempt to take my first check ride again or solo, I'm guessing. I'll probably have him get put another 20 hours under my belt. And so maybe I go straight into IFR training right after my private pilot. 
I would highly encourage you to do that. Um, okay. I think All that's right. one of the best things because it's going to save you and make it you a lot more flexible. And I think it's going to make you a better pilot because you learn then, okay, I know how to fly the plane. I know to land it. Now I have another uh, tool in my belt that I can use when the weather does start to get bad and I'm not going to do something dumb and fly, you know, in, inadvertently into IFR conditions and not be trained for it. Right. So, and we know, we know what happens when I stop. <laughs> So once I get yeah, started really again, get you started again. Yeah, uh, don't uh, don't let up on the gas. All right. Well, I you know we'll look forward to it, and uh, you know maybe Dennis is gonna you know take the reins, take uh, on the responsibility of seeing if he can make this special project uh, come to fruition within the next year. Well, we'll see how it goes. But I think the next uh, next few months are going to be key, especially as things start opening up and. You know, Dennis has me down in Fort Myers for more Taco Tuesdays and Steak Saturday or whatever we want to call. Whatever he's serving up that he's willing to feed me for free. I'll be there and we'll use that as an excuse to eat, right? And train. Any excuse is a good excuse, Greg. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yeah. He, he's where he's working on finding out the local hotspot in Fort Myers for a Florida stone crab. So uh, that'll be a reason uh, to, well, to get I, some I found it. it's it's definitely not here in Fort Myers. Uh, we need to go down to Everglade City. We My do. neighbors have been down there, and they said, "Pans down, we have to go there." Okay, uh, all right. They have well. a couple of those little electric uh, kick scooters. They yeah. took those in the back of their Mooney and rode into town. And there's a couple of restaurants right there. They've got the boats backing up to the dock. That's the way to go. Well, Stone Crab mm. season is uh, open through May 31st. Have you done that, Ed? No, I have not. Okay, well, maybe you'll have to join me for this too. You would do that, wouldn't you? And then if it's food related, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Ed and Keith when they were training me, they were just using like bananas. Like, good job, Greg. Here's a banana. Well, they're softer when they hit your head. Well, good point. But you know, maybe a little bit more positive feedback, like, hey, Greg, you you perform this skill uh, on your way to become a private pilot. That's one stone crab claw, maybe something like that. We could work a deal. That's that will be very motivating, Dennis. You hear what I'm saying? Oh yeah, those were delicious. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, for me though, I'm oh, saying. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. just thinking, you know, every time you screw up, you got to buy me a stone crab. Oh, I thought he was going to say, "Well, I'm going to eat it and then I'm going to chuck the shell at you or something." <laughs> it, hmm. uh, wait, You're onto something. It's okay. No, idea. no, I think no. It actually sounds pretty good. No, no, that's a bad idea. All right. But uh but you know, Dennis has a pretty good setup for training, just living. I mean, this air park down in uh, Fort Myers, uh, you know, the runway is humongous. And, uh, Ed, you say you yeah. have flown over this facility in the past yeah, and you didn't I, know what it was? Well, I knew it was a private airport, um, but I didn't know that it was a residential private airport. I thought it was, you know, a corporation that, you know, it, it, there, there are a lot of corporations that own their own airports. Right. And it looked like something former military, just the layout of it. Well, uh, it, so it, it is, right, Dennis? Well, it is a former military base. It was actually a dedicated Army gunnery base back in World War II. They built it uh, starting in, I think, 1942 and shut it down in 1946. But it they trained tens of thousands of gunners to be able to run the guns in the back of a B-17 and B-29s and B-24s. So they yeah, were... Cool. They had the, you know, the, obviously the big bombers out here because they would actually have to fly in the airplanes, but they also had uh, 
army pickup trucks with guns mounted on the back of them so they could teach the guys how to shoot from a moving vehicle and they had a uh, kind of remote controlled car tracks that they had you know jeeps that would just run around in a circle on a track with a banner up above and the guys would try to shoot at the moving targets and you know, there's still a lot of that infrastructure is still kind of around here. Yeah. What was that uh, uh, That bunker you showed me? Well, like the brick wall with a bunch of rocks and stuff, you, you said, or was it a bridge? It was a something? little walk, a little bridge over the, over the drainage ditch. But mm-hmm. that's actually a remnant from the old NCO clubs. Um, you used to walk, that was the front door to the NCO club. The building is long gone, but the stone arched bridge that they put over the culvert is still there. Right. So it's, it's kind of neat. There's little pieces and parts. If you look around the neighborhood, uh, our, ta- our runway is actually built on what used to be the old ramp where they would park the plane. That's yeah, it looks like, a- look like you're just a bunch of ramp and they marked the runway. Yeah, you know, and they shut it down when they found the aliens and did an autopsy and the whole thing. And then they said, okay, it never existed or something like that. And then they turned it into an air park. There's something I might have lost there in the story, but you get the idea. More coming up. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight training professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. If you build an airplane and people are afraid of anything that flies, you can't just take the wings off of it because at that point, all you're left with is a really slow, super expensive bus. We built an airplane, we gotta fly it. Airplane, airplane, don't you go down today, take me away, off to a better place, you know. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Ed and Keith, rounding out the crew. As you know, we're talking about uh, places uh, that, well, Dennis has his backyard, his air park now. Uh, He's going to take me uh, under his wing, literally, and uh, get me back up to snuff so I can do uh, my check ride with Ed. And he's going to pass me with flying colors. Uh, just because I'm his maybe, friend. Maybe not. Well, well you know, no, no. Look at the quality no. of his instructor. I <laughs> no. mean, do, would you expect anything less? Because I'm not going to sign him off unless I'm positive that he's going to pass your check, right? Oh, okay, yeah. Exactly. There you go. You don't want, uh, Dennis doesn't want uh, himself to look bad. So he's going to make sure 
that I know my stuff. And uh, good you know, luck, Dennis. Well, it took eight years to get him to this point, and it'll probably take another eight years to get him to your check right. Well, don't. Yeah, okay. Well, that's it's been eight years since he's flown and logged anything in the logbook towards training. So, well, but he only I, had what a, not even a year, maybe. No, wait a minute. That, no, so. we we just flew down. Uh, you know, from from your home it's airport. It's not in your logbook, Greg. Well, I mean, but I have my logbook with me, and I can fill it out right now. Here it is. And then, oh, and you have to sign it. Is that, is that right? That's Dennis? correct. Okay. So I would have to come back down or no, you'd have to fly back up here, sign it and leave. <laughs> now, you know why okay. we need to get you an electronic logbook. Yeah. That, that would be uh, way more efficient, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, could I just transfer all this stuff that I have in my current one and put it in an electronic logbook? You certainly yeah. could. Just um, scan every them? one of them out there will scan those. You could scan the signatures in there to keep a record of them. And then yeah. going forward, you can do digital signatures. Yep, it's All right. completely well, legitimate. That that sounds like one of the first things we got to do, as well as get my uh, medical uh, back. In. There's no we in that one, Greg. Well, not no, you. I'm- You're the flight examiner, but Dennis, he's going to be doing everything for me as my flight instructor. Let's be honest. No, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> you got to do the work. I'm just going to tell you what it is that. You oh, need to that's do. <laughs> work. Don't use that four-letter word on this show. What's wrong yeah, with I you? Yeah, I forgot. We, we're talking to the guy that has three radio shows that air over a Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah. And this is a celebratory weekend. Let's not forget, that is not the time <laughs> to be considering such blasphemy when words like that, four-letter words, are not allowed. That's just not not right. All right. Anyway, um, I, I know, you know, and you've been doing a lot of uh, I don't know, is it flight training or examinations as an FAA examiner over on the West Coast, just north of where Dennis is? Is that right? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of flight tests out of Sarasota, and, and uh, I was just on the break talking to Dennis about the airport he's at and you know where it is and looking for places to get be more efficient uh, with, the, with the test because the uh, – um, the way ATC is managing the airspace in Sarasota and other airports, it's it's not just Sarasota. It's kind of you know I've I've heard the had stories in or and issues in Orlando and in Melbourne and um, but uh, what well, issues know, in what sense? What just uh, there's a lot of traffic. Get, not, yeah. not being able to get the the tasks done because we have certain tasks that have to be done, mm-hmm. like certain approach procedures and in in. I run into problems getting that accomplished uh, because ATC is is denying us the service because um, they're because they're too busy. They got too many airplanes. They're juggling already. Yes and no. Um, when you look at the traffic loads, the the airports are not are not busier than they were uh, in two thousand eight or even even uh, they're they're only now coming up to their their pre-COVID numbers. Um, so they handled this traffic well before. Right. Um, we, From what we understand from talking to the ATC, it, it has to do with uh, staffing issues in the, in the facilities. And they cannot, due to COVID concerns, they cannot have, um, you know, certain number of people in the facility at any given time. So they just don't have as many controllers physically there to handle the workload right and uh that uh um so that's we that's what we're told is the problem well so you would find uh if you found an untowered uh 
a non-towered airport like, well, Dennis's uh, home airport there, uh, you, you could do a lot of that there. Or you, do they need that interaction with ATC for the training certification? Depends, depends on the test. You know, private and instrument uh, are private and commercial. They need to have, you know, they, it's great going to a non-towered airport so they can show us they can handle both types of airports. Right. Um, and I will but, vouch for uh, Dennis's airport because it is one of the widest and longest <laughs> runways I have ever seen. And when we're, you know, looking at this thing, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could even land here. You know, I mean, the thing was you can be a little off the center line. Like, yeah. What, two, two, three airplane widths and I still mean, have yeah, plenty the, of room. The width of the runway is almost as wide as the length of it. It's nuts how big this thing is. And, uh, you know, uh, very forgiving, like you said, if if you don't come down right on the center line. But yeah. but uh, but you would need that interaction with ATC, depending on what they're training for is. Is what I yeah. assume, right? It's for rating in particular, yeah. and and uh, but you know, it's it's one of those things that uh, you know they keep telling us that, that that it has to do do with COVID restrictions, mm-hmm. and you know it, it it is impacting training, and uh, it's impacting testing, and uh, um, you know, so it's it, and I know uh, uh, talking with Keith a few weeks ago, he's he experienced it when he was up in Tennessee flying a customer's airplane. That it's not just this problem is not just you know localized to Florida. That yeah. it's, it seems to be system wide. Well, what kind of problem would he have in Tennessee? Was he doing training too, or was he uh, no? He was flying. He was just uh, flying with a customer up there. Yeah, but what, so why would they uh, give him any grief about COVID and not having enough people if he just wanted to visit because, an airport? Well. It's the it's the controllers. If they if they can only have a limited number of controllers in the building, they cannot yeah. handle as much capacity as what they're telling us. So that's um, that's why that's uh, um, an issue. An issue. Like I say, it's, it's but in that case, uh, but in that case, though, um, you know, he just wants to land. Is he? What he had a problem with them giving him clearance oh, yeah. to land? They'll, they'll get they'll get delays. Okay, get so delays. I'll circle around for ten minutes and then we'll get back to you. That yeah. kind of thing, oh, yeah. uh, which is not oh, yeah. not good. Obviously, that's yeah. money just burning up in your pocket right there. You go, golly, I should already be down there visiting yeah. Graceland. Come on. Good Lord, let's go. Well, you know, hopefully in the uh, next few weeks, that'll start to clear up. I mean, I just got my first shot. You did too, didn't you, Ed? Didn't you get a yeah. shot? Yeah. So, yeah, you yeah. know, we're well on our way. And in Florida in particular, uh, well, I think uh, this week it's they've lowered the age again. So hopefully these problems yeah. or these excuses that ATCU is using with COVID uh, will start to, um, you know, dissipate. And, and you, I mean, is that your prediction that it'll clear up automatically or will they just kind of fall back on the fact that, gosh, this was so easy when nobody was flying. Now we got all these planes. Holy crap. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I'm just going to reserve judgment. <laughs> okay. Make, um, He's talking like a good go, little FAA examiner go, doobie. Go, right. <laughs> yes. He has to play, you know, he has to, you know, be respectable now. Uh, and I totally understand uh, why he's even on the show today is shocking. So <laughs> the fact that he puts up with us, but God bless him for it. Okay. But I don't know if you're in Sarasota, uh, Dennis's place down in Fort Myers, a little too far away for you to do that kind of stuff. Or Arcadia Taco Tuesday, where it's like halfway that's, between. Yeah, that's even a little far away. Too far. That's a little far away. Still about forty, about 40 miles. miles. Okay, all yeah. right. 
well, he's on the lookout for some more spots or just, uh, you know, he has to grease the wheel with uh, some of these ATC uh, folks. I don't know what the trick is. If you have some, email us. Let us know. we got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Increase altitude. Increase altitude. Stall. 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 You can always go around if it don't look right coming down. Don't wait until your side sliding on the ground. You can always this is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Eddie Dennis. Uh, jamming away. That's one of Ed's favorite tunes. He said, we have got to uh, get that on Just Plane Radio. I play it every time when I have a student like you that does the wrong thing, <laughs> uh, despite my best efforts. It's just like, always think of this song, and you'll make the uh, better decision maybe next time. Right? We were we had an all-day FA pilot examiner meeting on Zoom, of course. Yeah. And uh, coming back from the lunch break, the safety program manager uh, was trying to play that for everybody. And uh, and he couldn't get the audio. So I told him, come on, Bob, you can sing it. You know, once you get that tune in your head, you can't get it out. Yeah, it's a real so, toe tapper, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> so did he? And embarrass himself for he, uh, for no, he eternity? Did or, he did not. Okay. He's an, he's a, he's a, he's an FA inspector. He was not going to step out on the limb and sing. Okay. He has a reputation he cares about, not like us. All right. So there exactly. you go. But it's a good song regardless. And it does drill home the point that you can always go around if you don't like what you're seeing in front of you when you're flying your aircraft. Okay. So uh, we're talking about uh, some airport situations that uh, Ed has had. When he's trying to do some of his exams, mostly just the examination stuff, right? No training, right? Or a little bit of both. Yeah, exam stuff. I mean, that I, I, all the instructors complain about the same thing I'm complaining about, though, yeah. when they're trying to do the training. But you think this is going to clear up, you know, once COVID, uh, you know, uh, starts to loosen its grip on the country, and then ATC will loosen up a little bit more, and, and, yeah. and specifically in Florida, it's not just that, though. It's the season. Sarasota was cranking. I was down there uh, last week. You have been going down. It, it is, uh, there are a lot of people in Florida right now. Yeah. The, the snowbirds are still here and that they'll, they'll be leaving shortly. Hopefully <laughs> they will migrate back. <laughs> Spring break. Woo-hoo! We had the same problem in West Palm when I lived down there. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of folks when I was there in Sarasota. I was like, golly, I thought it was only supposed to be old farts over here. Nope. Well, they were there. Don't get me wrong. And I, oh, might, yeah. I might resemble one of them. But regardless, uh, you know, there are a whole bunch of folks over there, despite the whole COVID thing, everybody celebrating, you know, the great weather and everything. And, uh, you know, we were down there in the St. Armand Circle area. And, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. That, when we were there uh, in January, we were there for like New Year's weekend. Uh, I was doing some tests. Susan stayed out on the beach there just down from your place. And mm-hmm. it, it Armand Circle was just 
packed. It's just cranking. Packed. Yeah, you would have never thought there was any kind of thing keeping people away at all. And, you know, yeah. they're, they were trying to stay apart a little bit and wearing yeah, masks. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> the beaches there are really big. And, you know, on the beach, I, I saw people kind of keeping to themselves. They're little, you know, pods, you know, and that kind of thing. But, yeah, when you're in the circle, when you're wandering around the square, you know, that kind of thing, it, it was a lot of folks. So, I don't know. Take it for what it is. But hopefully we will be able to loosen up on that even a little bit more as the weeks progress. But you think uh, that along with the fact that all the snowbirds will leave Florida, uh, that'll make things a little easier for you as far as doing yeah. some of your training and exams and I, things. I hope so. You I hope, hope so. so. That is the, I hope so. yeah. What, what is the main? Because then we also have to deal with those afternoon thunderstorms that get in the way. Well, that's stuff. true. That's right. We got that to deal with in Florida. But is there a main airport out there on the West Coast that you use? Or is it just Sarasota Airport International or what? It, it's Sarasota International. I mean, the school's based there, so it makes sense to do as much as we can there. Yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll end up going out to Wachula, which is in the middle of nowhere, and it's great. But it's yeah. getting busy, too, because everybody else said, hey, yeah, we'll go to Wachula. Wachula. Um, so know, is that a towered one or no? No. It is not. Not so you just go there, do stop and goes, things like that. Yeah, go Wave. Do, do the landings there if we can. And, and Arcadia is too far away. Even uh, even on Taco Tuesday, you wouldn't. That well, wouldn't. not on Taco Tuesday, but I don't have <laughs> time to stop. Oh, you don't have time. They you don't have time to gas up literally your airplane lunch. and yourself. I don't get lunch break. What the student doesn't want to pay for the instructor his examiner's lunch too. Well, yeah. I I would think it's, that's it's, we gotta get our business done in in, in yeah. I, well, I eat between I eat between people and you know. Okay, well, I you know you could gas up the gas is cheaper on Taco Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. So you gas up your aircraft and gas up yourself. I mean, there's that part. That forty mile flight back might be very you interesting. Really want to fly with a gas heat examiner. <laughs> Well, it'd make well, it you a, could avoid more, the, the uh, beans in your uh, burrito. No, I don't think it would make any difference. Uh, that, <laughs> that was authentic Mexican. I don't think there's any one ingredient that does it. They all kind of magically mix together to create a concoction that'll just wreak havoc on your digestive system. It's just a thing. Or extend the range of the airplane. Yeah, I love it. It was Ooh, delicious. Genesis. Yeah. I mean, so Wakula. Or is that it? Wakula? Wachula. 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 Do they have a, uh, I don't know, uh, Wacky Wednesday, or do they do anything special at that air, airport? No. Don't think so. No? Okay. No, I mean. I've, 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 I've only landed there. I've not stopped. Yeah. Well, so, so what are you doing? You're just doing stop and goes then, or you actually got to stop and power down? Stop, it just back. depends on what you're training. Is that what you're saying? Depends on what the test is. If I yeah. do a short field landing, I got to do a short field takeoff. So we do a, a full stop, we taxi back, do a short field takeoff. You remember what those are? Oh, yeah. You have a short field and you got to take off really fast. Because if you don't, you're going to run out of field. And that's never good. How's that? <laughs> don't whack me so with a stone crab claw. We're, we're not even going to get into a VXVY discussion with him because he doesn't remember what those are either. Yes, I do. VXVY. It's, there's their letters in the alphabet. What else do you got to know? Don't answer that. Okay, That's rhetorical. going to be a really okay. long <laughs> road yes. back to training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but look, you know, by the time Good we get... That, 
Yeah, yeah. By the time we get back in uh, and Maybe doing that, them off to Austin. You know, all the snowbirds will be out of here. Spring breakers gone. Less traffic. It'll be easier to train. Uh, COVID will be, you know, drifting off as well. But so then wanna, it warms up. So then you're going to be complaining it's too hot. No, you you got AC in your uh, aircraft, or we'll, we'll get no, one. No, I more. don't. Oh, you don't. That's right. I just popped the the door open. Did it? Well, it worked fine. That's right. Yeah, you got the built in uh built in fan. It worked out pretty good, actually. It got kind of warm that when we uh, dropped off for Taco Tuesday, or was that just the Mexican food making me sweat? Probably a combination. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> but uh, but regardless, you know, we won't have to dodge the big aircraft as much because uh, things will slow down, make it easier to manage. Uh, Southwest, I mean, they you know, Florida, major hub uh, for them down over in Sarasota. Um, actually yeah. west coast they just they started coming into there yeah oh, did, was that new because yeah i had some people legion was pretty big there yeah um and sun country but uh southwest just started the first of the year right and they and they've made the news quite a bit the last week or two on top of that uh, yeah. for a couple reasons one good one eh, i'm not so sure dennis fill us in well, the, the one that's gotten everybody's attention recently is uh, a uh, stuck mic conversation that a pilot in San Francisco on a uh, Southwest flight, uh, right. he apparently was ranting about the traffic and the, the liberals and, you know, just generally uh, making a arse of himself on the radio. Yeah, he was speaking yeah. his truth to, the, uh, to his liberal folks down below in uh, San Francisco. Uh, Well, and the worst part of that is, you know, legally, you're not allowed to talk about anything other than safety of flight when you're taxiing and below 10,000 feet. So mm -hmm. I'm sure the FAA is going to probably use that, even if they agree or disagree with his political standings, um, you know, cursing on the air and talking about non-essential stuff on the ground is not going to sit. Right. But he's just going to blame the equipment, right? Ah, it was a sticky button. I didn't know. And does that fly? No pun intended, actually. It wasn't. Yeah, no, because uh, they'll go back to the cockpit voice recorder if they need to prove it. So there's that. But on a more positive note, what happened? Southwest, they really do care. That's one of their slogans. There's a story circulating around social media about a a little boy who lost his Buzz Lightyear. And, well, they got it back to him along with pictures of Buzz's adventures all around Southwest. I saw that. That's a great video. We'll end on a positive note for Southwest this week. And that'll do it. <laughs> Till next time, remember there is no better high than learning than to fly. Learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the Information Super Skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to fly and the aviation lifestyle. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plane Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com.